Hi, I'm Shindara and from Lakehead International. This is Destination Unboxed, a podcast about all things international at Lakehead University in Thunder Bay and Aurelia, Canada. Transitioning to university, you feel the need to, to be on top of things and be like super meticulous and perhaps you forget to actually take time for yourself to de-stress and you burn out pretty quickly. So being able to find ways to, to take time off, blow off some steam, relax, and, and you realize that you come out with a fresh mind. A lot of times professors will tell you when you're done with the paper, it's always best to, to go for a walk, clear your mind, and then come back and reread everything because you realize that coming in with a fresh set of eyes actually opens your mind even more. Today, I'm joined by Yamandip Mali, a graduate of Lakehead's Honors Bachelor of Science in Applied Life Sciences with a specialization in biomedical sciences. He also happens to be the VP of Operations and Finance at Lakehead University Student Union. Yamandip, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks, Shindara. For the few of us in Thunder Bay and around the world who don't know who you are, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Of course. So I moved to Thunder Bay in 2013 from India. And I did my high school here, and I graduated from high school in 2017. And then I, uh, and I went to University of Ottawa for four, four months, but then I took a transfer to Lakehead University because I just love Thunder Bay. And I started, started my journey at Lakehead in 2018 in the Applied Life Sciences program. And I, throughout my university time, I've been involved in several extracurriculars through, through clubs and, you know, LUSU centers and just events at Lakehead. Those have been a huge part of my university journey and just the city itself outside of the Lake University has uh, really attracted me to stay in Thunder Bay. Awesome. Well, today we're talking about blowing up steam and so I'm going to just straight up ask you, what's your favorite way to de-stress from academics? My favorite way to de-stress from academics is sports. I've been playing badminton since I was in grade five back, back home in India. And I've continued to train as a badminton player. Other than badminton, I also enjoy playing cricket. Cricket is huge back in India. And when when I moved to Thunder Bay, there wasn't anybody playing cricket because we only had about five or six students who, you know, who got together and, you know, did extracurriculars. But cricket wasn't, you know, one of them. And we, we started playing cricket in 2014. One of the community members started a summer program in Thunder Bay. And from there, we started to get together and, and play cricket in the River Terrace Park. So that's how it started. And now you see several groups in Thunder Bay because the, the population of international students has been increasing. And the sport itself is also being played amongst other groups in, in Thunder Bay. So that's nice to see. Other, other than sports, I like to go on hikes. Um, this summer, I'm planning to go hiking in most of the trails in Thunder Bay. Hopefully I could cover all of them. But yeah, that's the plan for the summer. Yeah, that's awesome. one way. I, I have to ask, do we have any badminton or cricket clubs? Did you start any while you were here or anything like that? Yes. So there's a, there's a community Thunder Bay club. It's called the Thunderbird Badminton Club. They meet every Sunday at 7 p.m. at the Lakehead University gym. Myself, I, I ran the, the Lusu club for, for a year. Okay. For Bampton, we used to meet in the evening at the same time, but on different days. And students were welcome to come and play with their friends and just de-stress. We had a good turnout most days. And other than Bampton, there was no club for cricket 
it was, we had a group chat running on, on, on WhatsApp and there were community members as well as students from Confederation Colleges as well as Lakehead. We would usually text in the group chat and, and set up a time when everyone's available and go to River Terrace or you know any other place that we could find, uh, maybe a baseball diamond to go play cricket. As someone who's you know been here a pretty, a pretty long time, you know you're finally you know done with your program. You probably have like a list of things to do to kind of distress and like you know enjoy your your break from school at least for a while. So give me some advice for if I'm trying to also enjoy the rest of the summer the way I can before school starts again. Hiking is one of my favorite things to do over the summer. Another thing that I like to do is photography. So. Over the summer, as I am going hiking, if I run into a place on my way, I'd stop there to take pictures. So that's you know something something creative. You get to look at things from a perspective, and you know, this photography itself is something that you know I really really like. I'd say take friends with you, because that then you can have a fun time, talk about things, and you know that taking friends on hikes is one of the best things. And you know, also takes uh, take a take a speaker with you for some music for sure and just party along the way. Guaranteed. How about in Thunder Bay in general? You've been in the city a while now. You probably experienced some pretty cool events. So maybe your favorite, I know there's probably a long list, but just the first one that kind of jumps out in your memory. Thunder Bay events, Festival of Colors. So there's a festival called Holi. Mm -hmm. It's celebrated in India. In that festival, the fun part is that we get to throw colors with whoever you're with, you know, maybe friends or in the space, you're in a space with a bunch of people. And it's just a friendly environment where you could take colors and smear on someone's face and it's completely okay. There's music playing, people are dancing and throwing colors around and, you know, it's just a fun time overall. How do you hear about like all the events that's going on? That's a good question. I think one, one place I remember hearing about these events is, you know, news channels or Twitter. Sometimes you go on Facebook and this is the first thing that comes up or you're maybe sitting in class or you know heading out of class and a twitter notification pops up on your phone and it says you know festival colors happening on the state usually it happens around the beginning of our semester so september a lot of the stuff that you talk about distressing is a lot of summer stuff so what do you do in the winter to distress i've gone to mount baldy for for tubing i know lucy had an event called lucy takes a hill yeah that was a successful event we a lot of my friends went to that event as well it's just a fun time you get to go sit in a tube and then basically just ride down the hill yeah. one of the you know, most fun things I've done over the mm -hmm. winter. I've not gone skiing yet, but this this is something that I want to do in the coming years because it's it also seems very fun. In winters, I, I remember the Fort William Historical Park have a winter carnival. Okay. In there, uh, they had a tubing place as well. You know, you could, you could probably tell I'm a huge tubing fan now. Another thing I remember from, from the Fort William Historical Park Winter Carnival is uh, the maple maple taffy. It was my first time trying a maple taffy. Was at yeah, for, really at that event. Interesting. And another amazing things that they had was a maze made out of snow. Oh fun! I did not think that that could be. Do they still do that right now? Do you think they do that every year? Yeah, yeah. You, as soon as the winter hits, you will see pictures on Instagram. Your friends will be posting them. I know because it's 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 huge in Thunder Bay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So things that I can do to improve that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you enjoying the new gym that we have at the university? 
Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You us- play badminton in the the little court that we have down there as well. Yes, that's where I go every single time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That gives us a lot of opportunity for extra space. I know, you know, previously we only had one gym, so Mm -hmm. usually we would struggle to have some space. But now that there's two gyms, ample amount of space for us to go there and play. So back in grade school, I don't know what your system is, but we have like primary school and secondary school. So anywho, they'll call that grade school over here. I was in grade four. And in grade four, you get the opportunity, if you're like top three in your class, you get to skip grade five and go to grade six, right? So I was trying, like I was a pretty smart girl, but I was in a class of 11 students and it was super competitive, right? So you had to like be on top. And so my strategy to making sure I got, you know, top three was to literally stop all extracurricular activities. And I was pretty good at swimming then. I stopped swimming, I stopped doing stuff that I like. I even stopped drinking Fanta which is like an orange flavored drink because they did an advert that said the more you drank Fanta, the more unserious you became. And so I like cut everything out that would make me um, unserious like at any point. And then I didn't get there. I came in fourth by like 0.1% like below the other person. And like, I just never got back into all the other stuff that I dropped out. So I think in university, I kind of like understood the concept of like, taking time off to just like de-stress and kind of what I do instead is just exercise when I feel like it's kind of piling up too much. I haven't worked out since February. I don't know if that's healthy, but uh, I'm waiting for the summer to kind of, you know, de-stress and decompress all the frustration from this semester. So yeah, maybe I will take, you know, a hike, maybe a six hour hike. I have a question for you. Sure. Are you gonna start drinking Fanta again? <laughs> no, <laughs> I I don't even drink Crush. I don't drink anything orange flavored because of that. It's just I I can't. It's it's just not. It's mental. You know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is what it is for me. One of the ways that during the summer that I try and distress is kind of cook. And when I cook, like I cook a lot of food, and so that kind of leads to a lot of house parties in the summer. How about you? You try anything cool in the kitchen? You know what? It wasn't until COVID started yeah. that I found out that I can be a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I know it all started with uh, a trend of Dalgona coffee, if you remember. You know, it was all over Instagram and, you know, everyone was trying to make this special coffee. In India, people make it all the time. It was not new to us. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you know, just to be hip with the trend, I'd try it. Okay. And surprisingly, I in my first attempt, I wasn't able to make it. Break down Dalgona. I'm not a coffee person, so for us non-coffee drinkers, why is making a coffee going to be any harder than pushing a button? <laughs> so essentially, I know it was a trend back back then. I, I don't even know how to explain how on how to make Dalgona coffee because I tried to copy, but yeah. I saw... You still haven't perfected it yet? Come on, yeah, man, come on. <laughs> hey, I, I'll share with you what I've perfected, though. So in terms of de-stressing, yeah. when, I, when I was disappointed in myself that I couldn't make that coffee, <laughs> I said, you know, maybe I can make something better. Okay. So I tried to... I know in uh, amongst the... the uh, the community from India, there's this uh, noodles called Maggi noodles. Very easy to make. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of noodles are easy you know to easy make. to make. Yeah, for sure. 
I wanted to try something new. So have I you, had you never tried Maggie noodles up until the beginning of COVID? No, no, no. I had. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to give it a new twist. Okay. So spice it up a little. Yeah, spice it up. This is where we're getting. So I tried <laughs> to add extra spices <laughs> and spice it up a little bit. So with the spices, I, I said, you know, maybe we could try adding some veggies in it. Okay. So we some added spring veggies. Spring onions, yeah. And then some corn. And then like that, I started looking up online on what some of the new recipes are. Yeah. From that, I was inspired. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own recipes. So mm. every week or, you know, whenever I could, just to de-stress and mm-hmm. be creative, mm-hmm. I try something new, like completely random, make Maggie from scratch. So, you know, I don't even remember how many recipes I have made, mm-hmm. but I have a favorite one where I have a set of spices and a set of veggies I'd add. Yeah. And that's my favorite recipe. So, you know, not really cooking, but kind of cooking, but I call myself a chef for making such a good Maggie. I mean, I think I think we can use that title, you know, like you can always add your recipe book to your little badminton memoir if you ever, you know, decided to retire from badminton at some point. Just list of Yaman's recipe from pre-COVID times or post-COVID times. Yes, I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, for sure. sure. Interesting. (laughs) When you're going grocery shopping, do you usually go grocery shopping with the idea that, okay, let me just grab some random stuff. I can always get creative with it later on. Or you go grocery shopping with an idea that, oh, I would actually like to make some, I don't know, Alfredo pasta or some Gordon Ramsay style steak or, you know, beef ragu or something like that. Good point. Now that I think of it, I think it's inspired from what I look at online before going grocery shopping. Fair enough. So if I see a recipe that involves cheese and veggies or fruits, I'd say I'm going to make a new version of this dish or this recipe. So I'd go grocery shopping and I'd make sure that I grab things that I think would be interesting or good in taste. Right. If there is an assignment coming up or like an important task that needs to be done in a week, I think thinking about it even uh, a week ahead of time is can go a long way. I, I find that thinking about a task that is due in a week helps you not procrastinate. And at the end of, I mean, during the day, I think when you go home from school, you should always give yourself an hour or two just to wind down and relax before you start studying again or, you know, working on that task. In that one hour or two, you can you can do whatever you think would make you feel relaxed. That could look like maybe a power nap or just watching TV or simply just you know, scrolling through your phone and, you know, listening to music or just even going for walks. I find, you know, 30 minute walks are really helpful for myself, you know, because I can, I can, you know, go out and get some fresh air. Of course, you can't do that in winters, but, you know, you always have a treadmill. You could go for a little run. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could also, you know, take some time to clean your room or organize things. I know that, you know, gives me a, gives me a little bit of satisfaction to be organized so yeah, that's something that I, I do at the that I have to do when I when I go home because otherwise if I if I continue to study and you know do 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 my important tasks or work on something it stresses me out and I and I get burnt out quickly. Sometimes halfway through like an, a paper or something I will FaceTime a friend and or even just have the friend on FaceTime while I'm writing the paper to kind of, you know, 
just as a way to de-stress and take your mind off everything you know being able to balance your weekday weekend I guess time schedule is super important because you realize that you do have you don't have a lot of time during the weekday but in the weekend you do and you can you know make the most of it with some like like you said power walks um workouts you know volunteer around the city you know there's a lot of fun stuff you can do well yeah Manip, thank you so much for joining us today it was a pleasure having you no thanks for having me this is awesome Evan, a member of the Lakehead International team, recently sat down with education student Yi Chen to talk about their experience with distressing from school. Here's what they had to say. Hi, Yi Chen. Hi, Evan. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. We've been talking about doing this for a very long time. Yes, we did. Specifically about you being on this episode of the podcast. Yeah. So I am very excited to have you on this episode. And it's my big pleasure to be here. For those listening, my name is Evan. I'm a graduate of Lakehead University. I went through the Honors Bachelor of Commerce program where I majored in finance and minored in economics. And I currently work within the International Enrollment Office at Lakehead University, sharing what it's like to live and study at Lakehead to future students of Lakehead University. And Ichen, we've known each other for a while now. I think it's been... Maybe three, four About years? About three years, ever since I started working in this office. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and obviously I know who you are, yep. but go ahead and, and tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. So hello everybody, my name is Yi Chen. I come from China and then I am a current student at Lakehead studying concurrent education program. My program is a little special because it consists of two parts. The part one is undergraduate chemistry program. The other one is bachelor of education program. So these two together, they're called concurrent education. So I just finished up my undergraduate chemistry and then I just I am wrapping up the year one of education and then starting my year two in this September. Which is very exciting. Yes. How do you feel about going into your second year? My second year is going to be lots of coursework. I know that because I've heard I've heard from other peers. But I am more excited about the placements because I need to gain more experience to be in actual classrooms get to know the students in person, to be in a classroom, and then do classroom management assessment whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the practical part of my program. And then I am currently enjoying what I am doing. And then I look forward to gaining more experience in classrooms. So speaking of classrooms, before we started recording, you were talking about uh, your experience in an actual classroom doing a placement. How is that going so far? Because you, you're doing it for six weeks and you're in your fourth week. Is that correct? Yes. My placement generally, it's a wonderful experience. My experience is overall positive. I have a caring, responsible associate teacher. She has been, she has been teaching for at least 30 years. She is about to retire. And then the group of students I am working with, which is my homeroom, has lots of boys, and then grade six and seven, 
This is the age to be noisy, loud, chaotic, not following rules. But they are they can be decent students sometimes. Not sometimes. Uh, most of the time. Yeah, you better be careful because they yeah. might listen to this. Yeah, they might listen to this. They respect me and my associate teacher, and then my experience working with them is generally positive. Awesome. That's yeah. that's really great to hear. So I was born in, and raised in Thunder Bay, and throughout my academic career, if we're talking like grade six and onwards, I would always love having student teachers come into the classroom. I'm sure that your students are very, very happy to have you around. Um, So as we're recording this right now, we're about halfway into the exam period, which is one of the most stressful times for students for obvious reasons. There's assignments to be done. There's finals to be taken lots of study time, even a placement can be and is a lot of work because you have to remember everything that you have learned thus far and you're really trying to do many things at once. So get to know the students. How does that look like with with planning? Like, do you plan lessons? I do want to say something about this. So my first two weeks, I think it's the most stressful because I am an intermediate and senior stream, which is like grade seven to grade 12 students, middle to high school students. But my current placement is teaching six and seven, which is in the within primary junior. I know the complicated, rich stuff, but then to teach them the simplest thing is the hardest because the math language... Oh, by the way, I teach math for my students currently where we are going through fractions. And then the math, the mathematical language that came out of myself is complicated for them to do. Sometimes they cannot follow well. And then, yeah, I had a, I had a stressful time to engage them. And then I just asked for my associate teacher's help to simplify my language of teaching. So I am having the same stressful time (laughs) as you guys do. (laughs) So if we're talking about stressful times, what kind of things do you do either after your placement, like after you're done a placement for the day or even on the weekends? Like what do you look for to de-stress from school? My favorite thing to de-stress, which this is easily accessible is to go grocery shopping <laughs> because looking at the vegetables and fruits that are fresh up on the shelf it i look at it i enjoy it and then i feel so satisfied and then buying fresh uh, food from grocery stores is the best thing that for me throughout the week and to fill my uh, fridge after the week after one week that is I feel satisfied, I feel settled because I have things to eat and then I can do dish, I can make, I can either bake or I can do wonderful food looking up the recipe. So yeah, grocery shopping and cooking is the best, is the, um, my usual way of, dish, of de-stressing. It's funny you say that because about an hour before we started, like we hit record for this podcast, I went grocery shopping and exactly what you were talking about. It's so relaxing. And to add to that, lately I've been going grocery shopping with headphones on and just listening to music. That's what I usually do. Listen to music. It is so nice. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. And and then you were talking about the baking element, the, the cooking afterwards. That's something that I know we have talked about off the podcast how much you like to cook and bake 
and and kind of experiment with food. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Like what what do you what do you like to cook nowadays? Now that it's getting warmer out. That's a really good question. In the summertime, I love to have iced coffee, especially iced coffee with coconut juice,、mm-hmm. uh, because coconut has a special flavor, and then it combine coconut juice with coffee. It's it's a special taste. So that is greatly recommended. You can easily get coconut juice from all grocery all grocery stores in Thunder Bay. And another element that I think is worth is worthy for you to know is that if you ever come to Thunder Bay, Thunder Bay's grocery stores is pretty resourceful. You can find ingredients and spices from almost all over the world. As a Chinese, I could find most most of the ingredients and spices at. Um, regular grocery stores like Superstore, Walmart. Yeah, so if we're talking about a place like Superstore, which is a grocery store here in Canada, they have an entire aisle just for international cuisine. Yeah, because when I walk through that that aisle, I can find Chinese ingredients, Indian ingredients, and、uh, ingredients from another countries. But if you ever come, do not feel that. Going to another country is a horrible thing. That you do not have enough resources to live here. Do not worry about it. You got all of the ingredients at grocery at grocery stores. And not only ingredients. So we, a few years ago, recorded a food tour together. You were one of the guests of、I、honor、am. on、yeah. our international food tour. And essentially, what I'm getting at is that we have so many international restaurants. In the city, and that's something that I like to do to to, to kind of de-stress is go out for food. Yes. You, would you say the same for yourself? Yes, probably. Or do you prefer、um, cooking? I think it's last last week. I went to Thai kitchen. I went there、mm-hmm. by myself. I had a cup of Thai tea, which is the Thai milk tea. It is really delicious. I also had the pork satay. It's like a pork barbecue, but then it has a smoky flavor, and then it comes with a special peanut butter sauce. These two combos are great. I also had the pad thai, Thai pad thai. It's delicious. I haven't had Thai kitchen for、um, about two years. Wow!、So、it was it was wonderful. Thai kitchen is is one of my favorite spots in in Thunder Bay, and I do want to ensure that if you're planning on going to Lakehead University's Aurelia campus. There are also so many opportunities for you to to purchase international based ingredients.、Um, there's tons of restaurants there that provide the same kind of relaxation for you. And I just want to make that clear because we are recording from Thunder Bay. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I want to ensure that for those listening, if you are planning on going to the Aurelia campus. Don't worry about sourcing ingredients because there are plenty of international-based ingredients and restaurants there as well. So, other than cooking, shopping, eating at restaurants, what else do you do to de-stress? The other thing that I I like to do de-stress it's not really related to outdoor. I usually stay indoor and then do a coloring book. Nice. Yeah. What kind of pictures are you are you coloring in? Because、yeah. I know this is this is a really big thing. Like coloring、yes. books are are huge because it, I, from my understanding, it kind of breaks down a、to、task into very simplistic tasks. Yeah.、Almost. Yeah. So the coloring book that I I am working on is like a story book. 
so it has drawings in it and then it comes with pictures so the pictures are what i am going to fill color with mm -hmm. so if the picture is really finely finely drew and then i usually use my color pen to fill in every space every space specifically every space and that that's the most de-stressing part because i can pick colors that goes really well with each other from my from my big bucket of color pens and mm -hmm. then i just color whatever thing i want i can focus on um, single objects i can focus on one a single furniture so the storyline is a little girl she she went on an adventure so she spent some time at her grand at her grandparents um like a a dungeon the dungeon has so many goodies like treasures um chests keys and then my job is to color these objects so it's a lot of fun and really satisfying and so time consuming oh that's 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 really great i yeah. love i haven't gotten into the coloring books but i i really love walking to the bookstore and chapters find a brand new book or that's even, where i found my coloring book chapters and we also have there's a brand new local bookstore here in thunder bay really yeah it's on it? it's on algoma street ah. there's it's essentially an area of thunder bay close to the university that has a ton of really really great shops small businesses in small thunder businesses bay. everything from restaurants to like i said bookstores gift shops gift shops like there's it's a really really great space to walk around and and shop regardless of what you're looking for but specifically there's a new bookstore that just opened up mm. in the area and the people that work there know a ton of about books like a ton about books to the point where it's part of the ambiance. It's part of the experience to walk in there, talk to them about what you're into, what kind of books you like, and they, every single time, will recommend a specific book that they think that you will love. Oh. So it's a really great, it's a really, really great local bookstore. I can already imagine a relaxing afternoon. I walk into the bookstore, I chat to the uh, librarian. Is it called? No, it's not a library. So it's not librarian. Correct. But... How would you call the people that work? I would at say a for a small business like this, Staff? I would even say bookstore. You would probably deal with the bookstore owner. Bookstore owner. Oh, okay. So whoever that knows a lot about books, yeah, I would talk to them and then let them recommend a book or two to me, so that I can I can fill my brain. Something else I want to mention is the community auditorium here in Thunder Bay. And for those who are not aware, it's a great space to enjoy things like live music. And I'm curious, because we have talked about this in the past, yeah. what has been your experience going to the community auditorium to see the symphony? I got a, I got a number of different opportunities to go to concerts from free tickets given by a friend. Uh, so my first time was listening to a symphony at the community auditorium, and then that the orchestra is a local orchestra. It's called Thunder Bay Symphony Orchestra. And then it's a group of professional uh, music players. Is that the... Musicians. Musicians, mm -hmm. yes. A group of professional musicians. And then 
it's actually my first experience to be in a symphony. And then, yeah, it's an amazing first time experience. And then I also went to symphony for a couple more times. And it's another way to relax outside of school. And then a different experience when you go to a new city. Mm -hmm. So what kind of music do you like listening to at the symphony specifically? At the symphony, we listen to lots of classic musics. Most of them are classic musics, but the other one we went to is a jazz music band. I love that. And then jazz music is another category of music that I crave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you think back to one of the times that you were at the auditorium for the symphony, how did it feel when the lights went out or the lights dimmed? And then the musicians started playing. I feel excited because that's what happens before mu- before movie starts. The lights are dimmed and then you need to know that somebody important is going to be on the stage and then you better sit quiet and listen. And then that's the that's the exciting part. And then the light would, would be spotted on the musicians that has instruments in their hand. And then, yeah, I just patiently waiting for... Um, the music to begin. Yeah, I love hearing that everybody speaking to each other, that chatter. And then as soon, as the, as, soon as the lights dim, yeah, everyone at the same time thinks to themselves, all right, the show is starting. Yes. Let's enjoy. Yeah. One of the times that I've been to the symphony, they were doing a film score night. So they would play a lot of the themes from, from major western movies like jurassic park theme star wars harry potter and it was really great because i'm a huge fan of movies and specifically film scores so it was really really great to be there in the audience listening to music that i've listened to so many times over being played live with like with and i could see the musicians play and they are absolutely incredible and as always, regardless of what concert or what event you go to, it's always a really, really great time. And it just, you kind of get transported somewhere else. Do, yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? You could also get Speaking to see lovely people that go to the audience. Most of them are elderly people. And then it's just, it's just so nice to see a bunch of different people that you go to concert. Yeah, there's a, there's a wide range of, of people that go to concerts. Which is which is really great to see, and and a lot of the time, I will see friends there, you know, like standing mm-hmm. or, or sitting a few rows in front of me. But yeah. it's always a really great time and because it's a small city, and that's what happens when you know a lot of people in town. It's not going to be hard to see them again, especially in a small city. It's it's really nice because there will be times when. For example, I will be out grocery shopping and I will see someone I know and I will we'll catch up and we'll we'll yeah. talk for a little bit and it's it's really great to to connect with those with those people. Yeah. What else do you like to do regardless of the time of year? It could be summertime, wintertime. What else do you like to do to de-stress? Dinner, dinner with my friends. Nice. Because my roommate, she is a professional dumplings maker. So she knows how to make the uh best dumplings that I have ever had and then sometimes we get together we all love to cook so we would work together and then we make a meal for all of our roommates it's our way of getting our 
our food like back in home、mm-hmm. here in Thunder Bay. That's really great. Yeah, I I love spending the evening with friends, especially when you're when you're being cooked for or when you're helping、yeah. to cook, regardless、yeah. of what it is. I just love that. Yeah, the other best part is board games after dinner. Exactly. In terms of of things like outdoor activities, do you like to go hiking or anything like that? The weather can be so nice around, especially around where I live, which is close to the university. I would also go to the gym,、mm-hmm. our gym, to do to work out or go swimming. Yeah, and we have a brand new gym. It's called the Wolf yes, Den too. After spending three, I think it's three years at Lakehead, we got a new gym that has brand new facilities and brand new space. That's pretty exciting. And then I think. It's like a loft, so the first floor has like weightlifting, and on the second floor it has treadmills. It's really cool because when you're on one of the machines like a treadmill, you overlook the brand new basketball court, so you can yes. And with that basketball court, you can rent that out and. Play basketball or badminton. Badminton, badminton、yes. is 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 a really really fun thing to do. And then surrounding it is like a lounge area, so you can actually watch, like you can watch your friends play basketball, or you can study there. And like you said on the on the first floor as well, there's an entire weight room. So it's everything from dumbbells. There's machines. There's squat racks. It's a it's a really great brand new facility. Yeah. So. We've talked a lot about how you de-stress, and I'm I'm curious what your advice would be for a fellow student who is really stressed out with with exams right now. Specifically, that's a very good question. So, if you owe lots of study debt from relaxing too much during reading week, I think you're having a stressful time. So, do not worry. Get lots of sleep every day. So sleep is the most important thing during exam period. Another thing is, even if you are facing lots of exams, what you do every day should not be only study. You have just a little bit of time for something fun. Either you can listen to music, you can you can watch a TV show, just for an hour or two. It might. It might be occupying your study time, but this amount of time is worth it for your mental health. For your mental health, aside from exam, so get relaxed and then take it easy. Do things that you like. Do not push yourself to study all the time. You will be all right. And also eat well. Taking breaks, even as even as little as fifteen minutes, yeah, in between studying helps so much so that you don't feel like you're. Burnt out、yes. after a very long period of studying. Yeah, and then also put give more care on your workload, especially during reading week, because do not accumulate all of your workload until final. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's more of a time management yeah, skill that it that it's it's definitely worth learning. It's definitely、yeah. worth learning. I'm curious, how do you think that participating in things like extracurricular activities, events around the city and around the campus, how does that help you towards success academically?、Um, to be engaging with the city, I think it's really beneficial for my mental health, mental 
well-being. Because I can feel connected. I can I can meet different people and have conversation having conversations with them. It was super awkward when I first came here, but then after spending a couple of years, I I love talking to people in the street, especially when they uh, start a conversation with me. And then I love running to different people and talk to them. So that's engaging with with people in the city, and then engage in different activities. Again, it helps you to know the city that you are living in, and then also you can catch itty bitty details from people who have lived here for decades. So I think that's the best part of of being engaged in extracurricular. Also to distress, like every day we have the media relations email that talks about different events that's happening, just campus-wide. But for within cities, most information I got is from conversation with people at the school, mm-hmm. at my uh, placement school, or from my coworkers. Yeah, it's a very, it's an incredibly vibrant city, Thunder Bay, where if there's an event going on, most of the time, lots of the people that you surround yourself with will be going to that event, or at least know someone who is going to the event. So... I would say make sure you're you're talking to people, getting involved, and you're going to hear about it. The other the other way to find out more about events both on campus and off campus is to while you're on campus, look around there's typically many different posters advertising different events on campus and off campus as well, and there's also tons of resources from the radio stations here there's there's websites dedicated to listing all of the events that are happening so those are some really great ways to to hear more about things that you can do in the city now speaking of events in the city what's a memorable experience that you have at an event in thunder bay it was uh it was on my first year here Ellicott, I went to a volunteer opportunity at the Sugar Shack at the Fort William Historical Park. And then my job and the other friend of mine, our job is to make the Sugar Shack, which on a pile of snow that's in a, in a slot, in a wooden slot, the snow is being um, sweeped like flat. And then we would add a, a spoon, a large spoon of condensed maple syrup that is still hot over the snow and then we put a wooden stick on one end of the of the maple syrup and then we're going to roll it up as the maple syrup being cold so what's going what what is on the maple syrup is um little bits of snow and then also the maple syrup it's still soft so that that tastes like ice cream, but it has a smoky flavor, which is the special taste of maple syrup. As volunteers, I get free sugar shack <laughs> throughout the day. That's the best part. I also have to make maple. I also have to make sugar shack for people that are coming over, like little kids, adults, or older people. So it's. I think it's a. It's a tradition specific to Canadian. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So people have been have been doing that and enjoying that sweet treat for a very long time in Canada. Yeah. But yeah, and you can enjoy that kind of thing both on campus at events on campus, but there's also like you were talking about at Fort William Historical Park, there are events that are thrown um there are events that are put on throughout the city 
a lot of the time in the winter time they'll have these really big winter celebrations where really? yeah so there's lots of opportunities for you to go have you been tubing before tubing i have i have heard of it but i have never done it it's like a it's like the easier option <laughs> for, 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 skate, for downhill skate. like skiing snowboarding yeah. so if you're not kind of in the mood or you don't want to do the skiing or the snowboarding you can I go have tubing. done tubing back in china but not in thunder bay maybe i should try yeah it. so so all of these kind of winter events they typically involve things like that skating skiing skating skiing exactly so that's another thing to look out for when you are in thunder bay and Aurelia too because there are so many opportunities for winter activities and if you're interested in hearing more about that one of our previous episodes on destination unboxed we talk about all things winter activities and really how to make the most of your your winter in in canada so another option in terms of de-stressing is actually to attend some of the varsity sporting events here on campus i'm curious have you had the chance to attend any of them thus far I have, I have watched one hockey game mm-hmm. um, during second year, and just what, one time. And what was that like? That was my first hockey game experience. So we were we were led by a group of students. I think the head is one of the RAs, mm-hmm. um, and they are resident assistants. So basically, they lead students to attend various events, and then they organize events for students that lives in the specific areas in the residence. And then we went to the the hockey arena, the Fort William Gardens. Yeah, the Fort William Gardens. Yes, we went there by bus. And then after we got off the bus, we bought hot. They bought us hot chocolate and popcorn. No, yes, hot chocolate, popcorn, and chips. So we had snacks, and then we watched our hockey team. Hockey game. Our hockey team play the Lakehead Thunderwolves. They play at the fort william gardens which is essentially a a great big ice skating rink and there's seats everywhere it's it's really really fun it's like you were saying going with friends having snacks and cheering on your thunder rolls it's just such a good time yeah well as we're wrapping up here i do want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today you are so welcome like i had mentioned earlier we've been trying to make this work for a while now and i'm very, very happy that you were able to stop in and record. Again, it's my pleasure to be here. And then I am glad to share my personal experience with whether pers- prospective students as well as current students at Lakehead. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thanks so much. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the rest of your placement. Thank you so much. Because it sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. Even if it can be stressful sometimes, but that's what this episode is for. Just two more weeks, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Yi Chen. Yeah. Have a great evening. You too. I'd like to thank Yamandeep, Yi Chen, and Evan for being on the show to talk about ways to distress between their studies. Thanks to you for listening, and make sure to subscribe to Destination Unbox and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. See you next time.